0: Hello, hello. It's been a while. (laughs) All right. The computer's not recognising me, but that's okay. (laughs) How are you tonight? Good? Good? If you're good, say good. I always say that with the Australian lilt up the end, so it's like good, I'm not sure, but... Mostly good. (laughs) If you're actually good, say good, 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 good. good. (laughs) Welcome to Friday night church. It was so wonderful in worship, and it's so lovely to have Gabby back as well. (laughs) Welcome back, welcome back, and it's also lovely to have Josh Suarez back as well. (laughs) It's gonna be a good night. Well, first and foremost, Mum says hello, <laughs> and that she loves you all. <laughs> she made she had to make sure that I said that to you. So she loves you all, and she says hello. <laughs> but why don't we just reach our hands back to the camera and just pray for her. She's in Alabama at the moment. So, Lord, I thank you. I thank you, Father, that you've blessed her, you've blessed Mum and Dad, Lord, I thank you that you give them strength. I thank you, Lord, that you go with them wherever they go, Lord. I thank you that they carry the presence of God wherever they go. So, Lord, I thank you even at this weekend at the Gathering Place in Alabama. Lord, I thank you that you would use them mightily for your sake, Lord. Lord, I thank you that people would be saved, healed, and delivered in these meetings. Lord, I thank you that they would move powerfully in your name, Lord. And I thank you, Father, that you just give them peace. You be gracious to them. You bless their health. You bless their strength in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Well, I wanted to start off today, not with preaching, but I wanted to give out a few words and minister over a few people. So we might do that first. So if I could get uh, Josh and Pastor Abby, Pastor Josh and Pastor Abby. Maybe Jane if you're up for it. Yes. I know, I know. <laughs> Had your eyes closed and everything. Amen. <laughs> oh, well, first I wanted to pray for Cameron wherever I, wherever you are. Back corner. Back corner. There you are. Come on up. Thank you, Lord. It's been sitting for a while. <laughs> Lord, I thank you for Cameron. I just saw that you had in your hands like this oil that you were carrying. And I've seen you when you've been playing up on the guitar, like when you'd play, it's like this oil would like pour out through it. And I just see that your worship is so, so anointed. It is so anointed. It's flowing with the anointing. And I see that as you, you had in your hand, this, you had in your hand your family, And he said that everything in your hand I have called to be fruitful. Called to be fruitful and to have life. And so, Lord, I thank you that everything in his hand is fruitful and has life. And I saw that as you gave your praise up to the Lord, as you offered it like a sacrifice on the altar, incense going up to him, it was like the oil would just multiply and multiply and flow on through. And I saw that your family would be a testimony to the rest of your family. And you told me just before as well, um, before I knew that um, you were the only people in your family that were saved. And I felt the Lord um, last week telling me that there would be fruit flowing from your family that would flow out into the rest of your family. You have like this immediate family in your hand that is under your, your care and under your instruction and under under your leadership. And I felt that as you led this family that you have, this beautiful family in life and in godliness and in righteousness, that testimony of your family would flow out into the rest of your family and from them multiply and multiply and multiply and multiply. I heard him saying that, be fruitful and multiply You have the anointing to multiply godliness on the earth, to multiply the godliness and the desire to worship him and the the sight also to be able to see him. And I also felt him saying that he is giving you everything that you will need to do this Everything that you need, even the things that you lack right now, he will give it all to you. You will never be in want, says the Lord. So I thank you, Father. Lord, I thank you for the anointing. Thank you, Lord. The anointing that breaks the yokes. There is such freedom, freedom that you're going to be bringing. So, Lord, I thank you that he carries the word of God. He carries it on his lips with power, Lord, and I thank you that he has the anointing that will break the yokes, break the yokes of religion, break the yokes of tradition and break the yokes of offence, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, I I really just feel like there is that grace to be able to break the yoke of offence where people have been offended where people have separated themselves because of offence. I feel that there's this, this gentleness, this gentleness of the Lord that you carry, the goodness and kindness of God that brings back people to repentance. That goodness and kindness of the Lord inside of you will be what breaks the yoke of people that have become offended at the Lord. So thank you, Father. I thank you for the anointing that he carries. Lord, thank you for freedom that he carries. I thank you that he would be fruitful and multiply, Lord, and your glory would multiply on the earth through him and you would use him powerfully. In the name of Jesus, amen.
1: Thank you, Father. Young man in the white. You're sitting next to a lady there. Yeah, so what's your name? Noah. Come down here, sir. What a man of God you are. <laughs> Brother, I saw you. I turned around in worship and I looked at you and I saw the word radical over your head. I've never, I don't know you. I've never seen you before, but I saw the word radical and then I, I saw an earthquake coming to you and not in a good way, a shaking where God is stirring you up and getting ready to have a Pentecost experience in your life. Wow. I can see miracles following you everywhere. There's this radical faith to you. You can believe for the impossible. It's like Peter, sometimes you're actually hard on yourself because you'll do things and you don't think about it and all of a sudden you go, oh my goodness, how did I get here? But I'm telling you, God's going to honour that. I can see miracles following you everywhere you go. You're going to be known as a man of miracles in your life. And I believe here in this moment, God is going to touch you You've always asked, you get these weird thoughts and and I can see you sitting in a room just asking him certain things. How does this happen? How does this happen? Why does this happen? Why does this happen to these people? And I believe that God's putting something in your spirit to be able to believe for the impossible. There is a gift of faith on your life and I believe it's expanding. There's a shaking coming and as I watched all these different pictures in a house, if if you've ever been through an earthquake, picture frames fall off the off the wall and hit the ground, and I feel like different things in your life are falling down. God's getting rid of them to get ready to fill the house fresh. Thank you. Let me pray for you, sir.
2: Yeah, amen to that. Hallelujah. I want to pray for anyone who has felt an increase in a burden for souls recently or in general. If you have a burden for soul winning or seeing people in your workplaces, families, even in your community, saved, would you stand? Stand. You know, it's an interesting thing, soul winnings. I think even in a context like this, we can still feel like, oh, it's an evangelism gift, but we kind of know that it's for everyone. And I know I just have this burden for people to to experience a genuine life-changing salvation and then run with the Lord forever. I feel like it's kind of like someone who says they love music but can't sing in tune, you know what I mean? Like passion for music, but I'm like, ooh. And I wonder if maybe there's a few people who feel like that, but I have an encouragement for you today that, you know, you are the best soul winner on earth because you have the Holy Spirit in you and you're made for this and you've been born again into righteousness. You've been born again and you're made to uh, release that that word of salvation and help people come into the kingdom. I'm going to release over you uh, 2 Corinthians 10 Uh, 2 Corinthians 10, 3 and 4, For though we walk in the flesh, we are not waging war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. The weapons of our warfare that all of us have, have divine power to, to destroy strongholds around people's lives. Would you receive that today? God, I just thank you. We just thank you and ask right now for an impartation of grace and increase for the winning of souls, for the bringing in of people to the kingdom of God. We thank you, Lord. I thank you that you are refreshing people in an understanding that they have divine power to destroy strongholds. Would you even just um, begin to say that and declare that I have divine power to destroy strongholds? I have divine power to destroy strongholds. It's by the Holy Spirit you are made for it. And even now, Lord, I just ask that you would release like faces of people and impressions of people in our world that you are, you are specifically um, moving on at the moment. If you feel like he's put someone on your mind, we we'll just put your hand up. I just want to see as he's touching you. One or two. Yeah, great. As he's putting people on your mind. Yeah, he has their number. He has their number. So in the name of Jesus, we just call home sons and daughters right now. Hey, would you pray in the spirit with me? Let's call some people home. We call home those sons and daughters who are made to know Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that you have a destiny and a hope for them. And we thank you that you are destroying and dismantling the strongholds around their life. And we thank you for their salvation and their new identity in Christ in the name of Jesus. Everyone said amen. 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 Gabby, can I pray for you?
3: Man. When you were up worshipping Gabby, wow. Wow. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. <laughs> wow. So when you were standing up there worshiping, I saw a few things. I saw the heart of the father. Celebrating a daughter whose obedience is going to cause a multitude to know him. The heart of our heavenly loving father was rejoicing over you because your yes is going to cause a multitude to know him. And I saw the glory of the Lord being released as you opened your mouth. I saw signs and wonders and miracles as you began to open your mouth. And as you began to sing, even in your room, the atmosphere was shifting. And you were crying out over the lost hearts of the people of the Lord. You were saying, Lord, bring them home. And as you began to sing the truth of the gospel of who Jesus has called them to be, Hearts shifted and moved. And then as you left your room, it was like one by one, one by one, as you walked past their hearts because the glory of the manifest presence of God was so weighty on you that as you began to walk through the places where you had been praying for, where you had been interceding for, people were coming to you and saying, what is it that you have? What is that? And multitudes are going to come to know Jesus. And so, Lord, I just thank you for that fresh anointing over Gabby's life. I thank you for your manifest presence. I thank you, Jesus, that because of her, yes, many are going to come to know you. So we just release that increase of your glory, of your manifest presence over her in Jesus' name.
0: Can I pray for this lady just in the patchwork shirt? Yeah, come on up. What's your name? Savannah. Savannah. It's a good name. (laughs) Thank you, Lord, for Savannah. I looked over to you and the first thing I I heard the Lord saying was that he's giving you a new cloak. (laughs) And I saw it was like this picture you had on this beautiful, heavy, royal cloak over you and it was grand and beautiful. And then I saw the Lord changing the cloak a bit (laughs) and it changed to this beautiful sheer cloak. It was such light material uh, and you could see through it and underneath the cloak you could see all of these diamonds and jewels all dazzling underneath it as you walked. And I heard the Lord say that you've been walking in the season where you have walked in royalty, walked in such dignity and grace and you will continue to walk in that dignity and grace. But he is changing things a bit and he is Taking you out of hiding, I almost felt he he was saying. He's taking you out of hiding and making those jewels and those things that sparkle inside of you noticeable to the outside world. They are no longer hidden under a cloak, but they are let free and they are on full display. So, Lord, I thank you that you are bringing Savannah out of hiding now and you are bringing her into glory in the name of Jesus. And I see you just walking in such confidence and such grace, like it's the most natural thing in the world with your head held high. And the Lord says that you will never feel shame. You will walk with pride in me, Lord. As you walk, you walk confident in the fact that he has made you worthy, he's given you gifts, he has given you things of beauty, ideas that he's planted in your heart that are ready to come forth, things that will be seen by the world as beautiful and valuable, he is putting into your hands, so Lord I thank you that she would never once doubt your word, she would never once doubt her worth in you Lord, and I thank, you, God, I thank you, God, for the courage to come out of that place of hiding and into the light in the name of Jesus. Bless her in this new season of life. Thank you, Lord.
2: Amen. Ellen, could I pray for you, please? Yeah, yeah. amen. Oh, come on over. Thank you, Lord. As I looked over at you, Ellen, I, um, I heard the Lord say that um, you're my main girl. You're my main girl. Would you put your hands out? And I just feel like, yeah, you are his main girl. And I see you robed in white. And I know you often wear white. But in the spirit, I saw you robed in white. And I feel like the Lord is just highlighting that you've walked in purity in the secret place. You've walked in integrity in the secret place. And in that, I see that you're you're his pearl of great price. You're this pearl of great price. You're precious. And he's going to entrust you with precious things. And I feel like precious people, precious ideas, and precious things to his heart. So, God, right now, I just thank you that you are releasing the precious things of your heart to Ellen and that she's going to walk. I also see like you, uh, in that purity, it's making a way for you. It's kind of like you walk through a chaotic crowd, but it can't get near you in that, that sort of sense there. So, God, I just thank you right now for the precious things. And, Lord, that um, even as she set herself apart in the secret place, that she walks in a way that the the chaos can't get close to her, that she moves through the crowd fluidly and easily in the name of Jesus, So, has released that anointing upon her. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You're calling her out. You're calling her out. You're being called out. There's a stepping up. There's a calling out in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise God. Ha, celebrate that. Thank you, Lord. Belinda and Tony, may I pray for
3: you? Ha. Huh. <laughs> That's a nice shirt you have. <laughs> Very nice shirt. Awesome. Um Belinda, <laughs> as we were chatting earlier, Belinda, I was chatting to Belinda before the service and she made a comment to me about they entering a season of being empty nesters and instantly the Lord spoke to me and he said no. No, what you've done is that you spent years cultivating a nest so that many can come and rest and i heard the lord say that actually you're entering a season where many are going to come and sit under this wisdom that the lord has been cultivating in you that there are families that are going to come and they're going to come, and you're going to impart wisdom there are young people that you're going to impart wisdom there are elderly people that you're going to impart wisdom the age the demographic is not the situation at hand it's the fact that the lord has been cultivating a nest with you, that you've learned how to bring people in, to love on them so well, to bring rest and to bring restoration and to speak the wisdom of the Lord. And I heard the Lord say, prepare your hearts because actually this is not a season to rest but this is going to be a season to run. And I saw him preparing you and putting feet, shoes, new shoes on your feet and I heard him saying they won't run out. These shoes, they won't run... Th- They won't get holes in them. He's giving you everything you need. He's giving you the supernatural grace. He's giving you the supernatural energy and he's already caused you to prepare this place. Then many are going to come and feast from what the Lord has been preparing in you. But I heard him say, this is the season to run. This is the season to run. And it's not time to step back and to hide. But when he provides opportunities, you put your hand up and you say, okay, God, I'll do that. Yes, Lord, I will trust you in this because your yes is actually going to cause a ripple effect in the lives of so many people and there will be generations that are going to be blessed because of your yes. So it's time to run. Amen? Amen. Amen.
1: To Russell. Hello, brother. Bro, I, I actually saw you walking on the ground but you weren't, you're a, literally an inch or two off the ground walking and I felt like the father was about to remove burdens off your life if you're going to walk you're going to walk in a lighter way that you haven't experienced before I saw burdens and, and his, the word says that his burden is easy and his yoke is light and things that you have carried you've been forced to carry just by a circumstance I believe God's going to break that. The anointing is going to break that off your life and allow you to walk in freedom. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I just release... God, healing whatever needs to be done, Father, right in this moment, God, I release it right now into his life. I thank you, Father, that every burden is being removed. Every weight that's not his to carry, God, we just remove it right now in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for the freedom he's called to walk in, Lord. Thank you, Father, this next season for him, God, is going to be one of abundance, God, of pure joy. That the heaviness of walking right now is gone in Jesus' name. Freedom, we thank you for it right now. I release it right now in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. name you're a good man you're a good man every time I see I sing of that Aussie song you know he's six foot tall and full of muscles (laughs) (laughs) because your name's Russell and it lines up with that I think is but I feel like spiritually you are six foot tall and full of muscles And God's developing something in the inside to be able to walk through circumstances and you're going to be able to impart that same overcoming love into other people. I thank you for it right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. right. Well, I wanted to speak tonight about hearing the voice of God. This has been on my heart for a long time. And I've been learning it for a long time. But I really felt the Lord highlight it tonight. I heard the Lord saying that he wanted to speak on hearing his voice. <laughs> Oddly enough. This idea of hearing his voice. We have a God that is not just a stone face. is not just an idol, but it is God who actually talks back. And the wonderful thing is that he enjoys talking back to us, which is the most wonderful thing in the world, to have a conversation with God who created the universe. And so this hearing his voice is not just a thing to grow complacent in, I know that you all hear his voice. You are his sheep, so you hear his voice. But not just leaving it for the emergencies, not just leaving it for the big decisions, but leaning in and seeking day to day, engaging and not neglecting the conversations that are readily available each and every day. He's always speaking. Always, always speaking. If there's one thing I learned from the prophetic school is that he's always speaking and he always has something to say. And it is always, always good. And so I just wanted to speak about this and also just remove the doubt that you can't hear his voice and remove the doubt that comes when you do hear his voice but you're not sure if you did anybody ever felt that before? He's like, all right, I, f- I felt like maybe God said something, but I'm not sure. And there's that doubt that creeps in. The biggest lie that the enemy will try to sow into you is that you cannot hear the voice of God and that when he speaks, what he said isn't actually what he said. It's the oldest trick in the book, literally. That's what happened. Do not eat of the tree of... Uh, the knowledge of good and evil. And then the snake says, But did he really say that? I don't know. It's the oldest trick in the book. Did he really say that? It will catch you out on it if you're not careful. So, how do we hear the word of God? How do we hear the voice of God? I just gave it away in there through the word. <laughs> First and foremost, the most reliable way. And the easiest way to hear the word, the voice of God, is, is kind of synonymous. How good is that? It is synonymous. The voice and the word of God, they are like this, like this, like the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and you. Like this, is His voice and the word. It is foundational. That is where you go. It's not your last port call to confirm what he, you think He said. It is your first port of call, always your first. Go to the word because his voice and his word will never, ever, ever contradict what is written in here because this is who he is. The word of God is divine. It's God-inspired, God-breathed. It's not written by men, inspired by men, but it is God's word. It has authority and power to be able to come into your life and guide you, give you clarity, give you wisdom, bring you salvation, give you eternal life. It is God-breathed. It is God-revealed. It says at the beginning of of John, it says, In the beginning there was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was, was with God. Jesus is the Word. He reveals the Father in the same way that the Word of God, the Bible, reveals God. Reveals his nature. That's what its purpose is, is to reveal the nature and so that you know exactly who he is. The word is him. How good is that? So if you need to know the voice of God and what it sounds like, it sounds like what's written in here. This is his nature. Um, and usually, yes, this can be sometimes the last place people go to. And if you don't know the Word of God, chances are you probably don't know God as well as you think you might. I've been on a a bit of a journey just getting through all of the books of the Bible, reading the parts, even the parts that I'm not sure if I really like. It's good to read every bit of the Bible because there is gold there every day for you. There is gold within the Word of God for you. And you can hear his voice when you engage with it. There's revelation to be found everywhere because he is everywhere. And he speaks through it. It's not just a dead book. It's not just ink on paper. It is revelation. You read it with the Holy Spirit. Anyway, where was I going with that? (laughs) I completely forgotten. (laughs) Thank you, Holy Spirit, for reminding me. But as you go into the Word, you're reading the parts and you're getting to know God bit by bit, understanding who he is and who he has been throughout the history. This is a story about him. You begin to know exactly who he is, exactly what his nature is. And look, if your time in the Word consists of just the Bill Johnson Sermon of the Week, while it is wonderful, I love a Bill Johnson Sermon of the Week, It's beautiful, but it cannot ever be a substitute for your own devotion with him. It's invaluable. That devotion time just with you and him, knowing him, seeking him on your own. While Bill Johnson is incredibly edifying, and I would recommend anybody to listen to him, that devotion with him, that time seeking him in intimacy is invaluable and will help you to hear his voice. Agreed? Agreed. We hear the voice of God when we worship. We hear the voice of God when we speak in tongues. We hear the voice of God when we pray. It's all that spirit inside of us, the inner man that can hear and connect with God. It says, God is spirit, and we worship him in-